honestly, the people. You know, growing up in Croatia, I grew up in a... Both of the towns that I grew up in, they were relatively small. They were the kind of towns where you see someone on the street, you say hi. Right. You know everyone in the area and coming to New York, I actually remember my first couple of, my first day here, I passed by someone on the block and I said hi. <laughs> and they looked at me like I was weird. <laughs> on this episode of New Neighbors, I met Katarina Baric, who grew up in Croatia and now lives in Brooklyn. Katarina and I met in late June in Battery Park. Katarina finds New York to be the place where she found her people and herself. And though Katarina misses and remembers Croatia fondly, she believes it might be difficult to go back to the country where she spent her childhood, as it might not be as open to her or her identity as New York City has been. Here's Katarina from Brooklyn and Croatia. I don't know how much I explained of my project. Mm -hmm. so the, I know yeah. you've mentioned it has to do with immigrant stories. Yeah. yeah, so one of the things I want to explore through the project mm -hmm. is maybe the, the motives why people come to New York mm -hmm. and if they appreciate the city in any way, if they keep something from their culture, mm -hmm. you know, if you stay in touch with your family. Yeah. Just um, an exploration of, you know, what your journey has been so far. Yeah, yeah. You know? Okay. So I usually start by asking the very obvious question, what's your name and, and where do you come from? So my name is Katarina Beric. I'm Croatian. If you want to say in Croatian, it's Katarina Baric. I, yeah, so I came from Croatia. My parents are both Croatian. My mom is from a town that's more in the countryside, and it's a small little village, kind of a farming village. And my dad is from a seaside town, it's a fishing town. And yeah, I mean, as you can imagine, it's very different from New York. But yeah, I, I was born in New York, actually, and I grew up in Croatia for about seven years. So for most of middle school and elementary school. and. I appreciate that experience a lot because, you know, I feel like I meet a lot of people from the city who are second generation immigrants and a lot of them, I, they have this sort of disconnect from their culture because it's obviously harder to you know, learn about it and to be completely familiar with it when you're not fully able to get in touch with it. I love that in the city there's so, still so many big immigrant communities that it makes it easier for immigrants to still, you know, retain some connection to their culture yeah. versus in like, I don't know, if you came to the middle of Idaho, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, even Croatia, we're a tiny country, but there's still a pretty, I wouldn't say big, but there is a community of Croatians and neighboring countries here in the city. So it's, it's nice. Oh, I didn't know that. Do they live in a specific area in the city? I would say a lot of Croatians come to Astoria in Queens. There's also a lot of, there's um, two Croatian restaurants there. I don't know if there's any outside of Astoria. There's also a Croatian church. There's some cafes. 
So yeah, that's kind of the main area. My family also, like I was born in Astoria. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, I don't live there anymore, but we do go there pretty frequently. We actually went just on Sunday because my sister, she graduated from high school, so we went to a Croatian restaurant to celebrate. Oh, yeah. congratulations for your sister. That's yeah, so awesome. Yeah, it's awesome, yeah. So you were born in New York. Yeah. Um, did you live for a while in Astoria before moving back to Croatia? I just finished preschool when I moved there. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I don't remember much, but I did have, you know, I went to preschool. I got to learn English at the same time as I was learning Croatian. And obviously my family, they had just moved to New York from Croatia. So they also tried to keep me and my siblings very connected to that by going to the church. They had us in a little a folklore dance club at that church. They had us in like Sunday school for learning the language. But yeah, like I said, I don't honestly remember much of that. So I moved, my family moved to Croatia when I was, when I just turned six. And we lived there until I turned about 12. Okay. So it was, a, it was a while. I feel like it was my formative years mm -hmm. there. Yeah. And yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like it's really interesting because going back and forth, you know, from New York, Croatia, back to New York. Even while I was in Croatia, my family was moving around between my mom's hometown and my dad's hometown a lot. But, you know, it was still relatively similar to each other because it was still in the same country. But yeah, then coming back to New York, you know, such a huge city with, you know, all sorts of different interesting people. It was an experience, but I really liked it. What do you think was the biggest change for you between living in Croatia until you were 12 and then coming back to, to New York City to live here? Well, I feel like, honestly, the people, you know, growing up in Croatia, I grew up in a, both of the towns that I grew up in, they were relatively small. They were the kind of towns where you see someone on the street, you say hi. Right. You know everyone in the area and coming to New York, I actually remember my first couple of, my first day here, I passed by someone on the block and I said hi. <laughs> and they looked at me like I was weird. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like in New York, in many ways, there's, in many ways, we're so connected but so disconnected from each other. I hear you. Yeah, everyone's kind of doing their own thing. You know, there's this stereotype, you know, you're a New Yorker, you get on the subway, you see something weird, you just look away. <laughs> it's like it's not happening. Yeah. But I love that there's so many different people. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to find your own people. You yeah. know what I mean? I totally yeah. know what you mean. I've spoken with other people that have had that similar feeling. Yeah. And also what they say is, for example, I interviewed a person from the Philippines. Okay. And she was saying that she found a community of people from her country, mm -hmm. but she was also able to find communities from other countries yeah. that she could relate to. In Astoria, you say, you know, your your sister just graduated from high school. Your family lives there? We live in Bushwick. Oh, in Bushwick. We yep. used to live in Astoria. Oh, you, sorry about that. Okay, no, so no, now okay. you, you live in Bushwick. Mm -hmm. Do you get the sense that you still... Are you still connected to the community in Astoria? 
Honestly, no. <laughs> you know, when I when I moved back to New York from Croatia, I kind of started noticing a big disconnect mm -hmm. between my culture and myself. Mm -hmm. And it was really hard at first, you know, leaving behind. I had a huge family there, leaving behind all of that. And I was starting to forget the language, which just, like, I had always considered myself very happy to be Croatian. You know, I love the country. I love, like, the nature there is gorgeous. I love the food. I love the language. And so moving here in some ways was difficult because of that, because, you know, while there is this community in Astoria of Croatian people, a lot of them, most of them are people that my family, my parents are, you know, friends with. So from what I have seen, most of them you know, are, you know, older people. So it's harder mm. to connect because of that. You know, they're totally. in their 40s and above. You know, they're old enough to be my, my parents. So they're not really people that, you know, you can befriend, mm. you know, when you move here, you know, during middle school. <laughs> so... I, I, when I first moved here, I made one Serbian friend. I don't know how much you know about the whole area. We used to be one country, Croatia, Serbia, Bosnia. We all used to be part of Yugoslavia. And we are very similar culturally and linguistically. It's just like a war broke out in the 90s. And there's still some like petty beef. <laughs> oh, between the countries? Yeah, it's awesome. not like a war, you know, okay. but it's still, it's just, you know, Croatians like to, for example, like I said, the language is very similar, but every country likes to claim that it's their own language. They're the ones that invented it. You know, it's just <laughs> yeah. silly little things like that. But yeah, when I first moved here, I made one Serbian friend and with her, we were both in an ESL class and... But we were able to talk to each other because we spoke pretty much the same language. Wow. So I felt happy because of that. Because even though, you know, my family was also the kind of, they are older, they fought in the war. So a lot of them do still have some resentment towards Serbia because Serbia was, in some ways, it was the aggressor in the war. But yes, they do still have some resentment. So my first friend here being a Serbian and seeing, you know, she was just like me, you know, in many ways. And it was, it was nice to see. And I feel like I did have some prejudice towards Serbians, which looking back, it's so silly. But yeah. You know, having a friend that was Serbian helped me see how silly it was. You know, and yeah, because we were so similar, and I was able to connect to my own culture through her, and it was just nice, you know, having someone who understood what I was going through. Yeah. Yeah, I can totally relate also with sometimes we have prejudices against people mm -hmm. because of some history mm -hmm. that we might not have been part of actively yeah yeah no family. i was born like 10 years after yeah. it all happened <laughs> yeah exactly i remember that for me what 
a similar experience in New York was that I became friends with a few Colombian people. And there was always this, what did you call it? It wasn't a rivalry, it's more of petty, petty, pettiness, yeah, yeah, between us. Whether it was about who had the best meal, because we, we shared a, an arepa, which is the, mm-hmm. the meal, mm-hmm. and the Venezuelans have a version and the oh, Colombians yeah. have a version. <laughs> so we were always like, or in my mind at least, I thought, oh, the Venezuelan is better for sure. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't until I met my Colombian friends where I saw more than difference, I saw similarities. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like New York is such an amazing place because you get to meet so many mm-hmm. you know, people that you never would be able to meet otherwise. Exactly. Like Croatia, it's a tiny country and I think, I don't know the exact statistic, but I think it's like 95% ethnically Croatians. So it's, it's very, I feel like, yeah, it's very homogenous. Mm-hmm. And, you know, coming to New York, it was such a, such a nice experience because you get to learn so much about, you know, different cultures, different people. You know, the middle school that I first moved here to, it was largely, I think, Ecuadorian kids. Mm. And so I was also able to learn a lot about, you know, about their culture. And I right. was able to learn, I was able to, you know, pick up some, you know, Spanish here and there because oh, wow. it was an ESL class. You know, a lot of them still spoke Spanish, so it was hard. It was hard to communicate because of that. But it was it was nice because I feel like we place a lot of importance on language. Yes. But this is something that even you know recently I've been really thinking about. I had a job at a salad restaurant right in the area, actually, battery, and we would get a lot battery of battery part. Yeah, 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 and we would get a lot of tourists who wouldn't mm. speak English, and, you know, it was so fascinating to mm-hmm. still, that, you know, we're still able to, you know, communicate with each other without using language, yeah. without talking to each other, you know, and, yeah, I, I just, it's such a, such an interesting I agree. Thing. People in New York can speak different languages mm-hmm. or have different accents. Yeah. But... I think most of the people that I've met in New York try to find a way to, like you, try to find a way to communicate with others and understand them and mm-hmm. let yourself be understood. Yeah, yeah. I, I really love that about this place. You know, there's, it's just lots of people who just want to learn yeah. about others and who are also willing to teach others about their own experiences and correct we're all connected in that way we are all connected for sure we all have good days bad days we face the same subway delays or you know accidents god forbid or Mm -hmm. even the good summer days you know that we have now we all in new york we live in yeah yeah is there something or someone that you appreciate in new york i mean i appreciate how this is such a liberating place. It's a place where I can speak my mind. I would say I'm very progressive, and that's not something that would be, it was something that would be looked down upon in Croatia. Mm-hmm. And even in the rest of America, you know, I feel like New York is just such a amazing place, relatively. 
could always be better. <laughs> but compared to the rest of it, we're doing pretty good. But yeah, I mean, just there's so many people here. And it's at first something that I wasn't too sure how to feel about. But it's something that I've learned to appreciate because I was able to find my own people. And I feel that because there are so many people, there's so many different people, we've all learned from each other. We've all gained experiences that um, I don't think we would be able to otherwise. You know, it's even in the little things like being able to order, I don't know, Chinese food, you know, and get it in like 30 minutes. Yeah. You know, even things like that. It's something that are really... I, I love it about the place. Sorry, I'm getting distracted by oh, this dog chasing I understand. after a bird. <laughs> the dogs, uh, this, um, might, this is like dog heaven. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but yeah. I know we're running out of time, so yeah. I had one last bit I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah, yeah. And it's about your future a little bit. Well, that sounds like I'm a career <laughs> advise, advisor or something. No, I meant more like, how's your vision in New York in the next few years? How do you see yourself? So, I'm currently in college. Mm -hmm. I'm an art major. And I just got a new job at a film photography lab, nice. which I'm really excited about. And I think for my future, I just like to learn more about myself, mm -hmm. get to know myself better. There's still a lot of things that I want to do career-wise hobbies wise goals whatever and yeah there's so many things that i want to experience and i think i don't want to really rush anything you know i feel like there's this idea that you have to have everything figured out really young you know you you have to go into college mm -hmm. at 18 you yeah. already have to know your major and the job that you're gonna have to, for the rest of your life And that's not something that I feel like would work for me. I feel like I'm someone that changes her mind a lot. Mm. So, yeah, I kind of just want to take things as they come in the present and have some goals for the future. You know, I'd like to be maybe a flight attendant or an art teacher or a nurse. <laughs> I like to keep my path open. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like art is something that I'd like to keep for most, like keep a constant for most of it. I really love photography and painting and it's nice, you know, being in like such a diverse place. We walked, you know, from the middle of the financial district to this gorgeous green area. And yeah, I just I feel like there's so much to do here. Yeah, it's just it's just such a fun place and yeah, I mean, I just I'd love to get more familiar with myself. I get yeah. it. <laughs> That's patience yeah. and enjoy the moment and yeah. keep your your options open to to life. Yeah, I exactly. love that. Yeah. Katarina? Yeah, exactly. I, I wanted to make sure I pronounced it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, of course. It was mm. nice talking to you. Nice talking to you too. Yeah. Do you mind if we take a few pictures? Sure. Yeah. Thank you. I'm not the best model, <laughs> but I'll try. <laughs> Thank you.
New Neighbors is produced by myself, Jose Reyes, and Alex Gerard. Special thanks to the wonderful Katarina Baric for sharing her story. Our website, newneighborsproject.com. You can find the portraits of our new neighbors on my Instagram account, Jose Reyes Art. We'll be back next week with more stories from our new neighbors. Ciao.